Welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height. And I'm Chelsea Duff. And this week, it is the last week of Obsession Month. No. Sad. But I think we might just have the cure. I love it when you plan a little joke for your intro. <laughs> I did not plan anything. That just came to me. It just happened. It just wow, was natural. A natural genius. I'm literally just so delirious and smart. It's fine. And so combo. To, to end Obsession Month, we are going to do a new obsession, an obsession that's going to continue on through the years. And that is Lisa Frankenstein. Slay, yeah, Lisa Frankenstein. Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> I love seeing, like, watching movies and then immediately being like, this is going to be a cult classic. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you felt that way too, because I could not tell from your text. <laughs> um, as soon as yeah. she said she liked the black dress, I was like, I think she's in. Because, um, you know, it, it's a scene stealing look. But it's also so the vibes. So if you're buying into those vibes, you're buying into all the vibes, I think. And I'm buying into the vibes because, okay, so this movie came out, what, a week ago? Two weeks ago at this point? On February 9th. Yeah. So like, it's been two weeks. It'll be three weeks by the time this episode comes out. So if you haven't seen this, go to the theater, watch it right now. But we'll give you a brief little summary. And that is... A coming of rage love story about a teenager and her crush who happens to be a corpse. After a set of horrific circumstances bringing him back to life, the two embark on a journey to find love, happiness, and a few missing body parts. That's so cute. A coming of rage. Of the overall tone. Yeah, coming <laughs> of rage is good. Coming of rage is really good. Oh my god! And I, like, okay, I always love because when I'm on IMDb, I finally see all of the marketing things I missed, like mm-hmm. the tagline for the movie, which is "If you can't meet your, yeah, if you can't meet your perfect boyfriend, make him love you." Yeah, pretty good. But yeah, yeah, I'm so glad we're doing this movie. Chelsea and I saw this in theaters twice. We were super lucky. We went to this like AMC preview spooky movie thing that was like five dollars and they don't tell you what movie you're gonna get to see and we, we were praying we were hoping we were manifesting they were so fingers crossed and so we got to say wow wow exclusive exclusive five days early whoa pretty crazy um we could have spoiled we could have broke the internet spoiled it all um turns out similar to past diablo Co- cody products this movie is being panned by men across the nation. <laughs> uh, so maybe they wouldn't have cared if we'd spoiled it all, but they're wrong is the thing. 
men are wrong. And I just want to tell you that uh, upon the end of this film, Taylor turned to me and goes, <laughs> I really like that. And I was not expecting to. So and at least one man likes it. <laughs> I was like, that is such a green flag for me, actually. Thank you. You can actually, stay another week. <laughs> a huge green flag if a boy likes this movie. Because what's not to like? I don't know. Maybe the tone is not for everyone, I Wrong. guess, if they have bad taste. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it was fun and it made me swoon. And yeah, <laughs> I had a nice time. I will say, I the first time we watched it, I was expecting it to be, like, lightning fast snappier just because of Juno and Jennifer's body and how that's so much the tone of those movies and because Jennifer's body has become a cult classic they really were pushing that in the marketing for this one being like from the writer of Jennifer's body um and so while the the marketing did so many more favors for Lisa Frankenstein than Jennifer's body's marketing did I think it kind of like set me up for an expectation that wasn't necessarily what this movie was so that's why I told you when we were introducing it last episode I was like don't watch a trailer or anything if you haven't yet because I'm not sure that those like match exactly but I think once you if you don't have an expectation for it to be like then it's like a really like the, there's nothing wrong with the pace I just I went in with an idea of something else and I needed to adjust and it took me a second viewing to fully be invested in the film as I was watching it like I liked it the first time but I needed to sit in the world for a little the first part of this movie is really slow and then it hits immediately and you're like okay and then it's like really really good and then the ending is kind of like a little chaotic but I didn't hate it you know yeah. I, I I liked the ending I think it's for me it stuck it but I I think part of the reason that the beginning beginning is so stilted is because of our girl Catherine Newton's character Lisa Swallow which is an unfortunate Great name. last Great name, name. <laughs> <laughs> she I didn't it didn't click for me yeah. but she had that speech impediment not speech impediment but like selective the trauma and yeah. selective mutism I didn't get that she was still recovering from that as Sydney is being mauled by Ladybug right now sorry Ladybug <laughs> is enjoying this big ass 80s hair Ladybug loves the <laughs> 80s hair and she's right uh, she's right to do it Ladybug is got great taste i really <laughs> like the 80s hair i was so excited to use my crimper and i'm so glad you got one sydney perfect just in time <laughs> honestly i might start doing this a lot i'm really enjoying the big 80s hair i gotta you be like so how beautiful. do i get it bigger seriously you gotta tease you gotta tease it did you see lisa with all of her hairspray you gotta get product I used in there so much hairspray and i didn't get it in my eye this time um anyway sorry what i was saying though is that I think because our main character is like reacting, not not like she's reacting slower. It's not like she has slow reactions, but she's not speaking that much. I was kind of confused at first because like it wasn't as bitey. But then once she starts talking, then it is. So I think that could be part of the weird pacing at the beginning because we're not getting as much of her. But maybe it's just because I'm obsessed with Catherine Newton. She's so cute. I love her. She's so good in this. She's so beautiful. She's just got a cute little face. I love it. <laughs> I really like her. I was a little uh, apprehensive about Cole Sprouse being 
in this movie. Sure. Yep. Like, Speak for yourself. Yeah. He, no, I know. He keep did going, a good job. Going. Like, I think he did a good job in this movie. He doesn't speak for most of it, which is why I think I which like it. Which helps a lot. Yeah. Which helps a lot. But yeah, I, I really. All of my friends like, who were scared to see Cole Sprouse in this were like, actually, he didn't bother me at all. I personally love Cole Sprouse so much. I know that's wrong and I know he's a dick. Please, <laughs> please let me say that. Let me be the first to say that. But it doesn't help that I'm deeply and fully attracted to him and I can't stop. Like, I feel like he just looks like he's dying all the time, even besides this movie um, where like if you look at Cole and you look at Dylan Sprouse, it looks like Cole is sick. <laughs> and I like that about him. That's what I'm looking for is a man who looks like he has a wasting illness. And so that's why I'm interested in Cole Sprouse, unfortunately. And it really sucks because he is such a pretentious, pretentious snobby dick, which is a lot to say for a man who was on fucking Riverdale for 10 years. And I looked at his IMDb. He did that one movie that he was sick and had to be 10 feet away from the girl or five feet away or whatever. And that's fucking it. Like, he's done nothing in the last decade, okay? Except for Riverdale. His work on Big Daddy was so slay. So. Sweet life of Zach and Cody literally changed lives. <laughs> okay. Well, don't I know? Where do you think this all came from? Where did this all sprout from? I like oh. that he was a nerdy one, okay? I loved that about him. And I thought he was very cute as Jughead because, yeah, I watched Riverdale for many years. But don't worry. I fell off. But don't worry. I came back for the Chad Michael Murray season. <laughs> don't you worry. that You've got to watch that season. If you haven't, it's worth it. It's fucking insane. I will say I'm a big Riverdale stan. It's so outrageous and incredible. There's nothing like the highs and lows of high school football. That's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Be better watch out for that jingle jangle. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> he was literally in. Yes, this is his filmography. Five feet away, five feet apart. That was his rom-com where they both had uh, some sort of disease that if you are near someone who has the same disease is bad. I don't know. I watched it a long time ago. I loved it. Anyway, it's fine. Then he was also in a movie called Moonshot with oh, what what's her name? The girl from our favorite rom-com series. Where is her name? Why is she listed so low in this? Oh, the after movies? No, 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 no. You're thinking of Dylan. Dylan's in the after movies. Dylan's oh, I thought you were talking movies. about the girl from our favorite rom-com movies Lana and I Condor. was like, what? Lana oh, actually good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. good ones. Yeah, what is what is the name of her? What is that? Uh, uh, to all the boys I've loved before. Loved before. To all the boys I love before. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and uh I don't know. They photoshopped their faces on the cover of of this movie. So it's like that's I'm not going to watch mm. it. Like that tells me nothing. So you've just yeah. been in like two like very mid uh, rotten cops. He didn't make then... the prestige jump like Charles Melton did with May December. No, or at least not oh yet. God. No, he hasn't had that chance. But he's so pretentious for a man who starred in Riverdale for ten years and he done rom coms only. And he went like, to NYU, Monica. He's oh earned his pretentiousness. God. He smoked anyway. a cigarette on the Call Her Daddy podcast. <laughs> He did. Oh, yeah. That was inside. 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 <laughs> Why do I like him? I want to die. 
when I saw he was in this movie, I jumped for joy. Like, I need to go to jail. <laughs> Monica, anyway, go to horny jail was, right now. I had to go to horny jail. <laughs> and, like, the fact that he's a dead boy coming back to life, I was like, this is his perfect role. <laughs> he it, No, it is a really good role for him, though. Because, like, honestly... Riverdale probably did a lot to prepare him for something like this. The ridiculousness <laughs> yeah. of it, yes. the outrageous, like otherworldliness of it. Um, I was reading interviews with Zelda Williams, the director, and Diablo Cody, the writer. Um, and apparently, well, apparently, Cole Sprouse is like friends with Zelda. Um, and so he heard about the movie and the role from her and was like, I want it. I want to do it. And they'd been really worried about casting it because they were like, what actor is going to want to take this part with no lines? Um, yeah. Yeah. They were like, how are we going to get someone pay? to do this? I, I mean, I guess it depends how good your agent is. Um, but yeah, they were worried like about all it. the fucking time, and mm-hmm. he had to do all that prosthetic makeup and stuff, mm-hmm. anyway, and be so going. gross and spit yeah. worms out. He um, did great physical acting. Yes, yeah. Well, he studied with a mime coach so that he oh. could be really oh good at that. He learned mime. So wow. Okay. <laughs> I also that love. Is cool. <laughs> I think that like. He also like kind of like overdoes it for sure, you know. He's very like, you know what I mean? Like Frankenstein's like that, but he like, yeah, it's like cheesy for sure, but it like fits the tone of the movie like perfectly. Like it's It's, endearing. It's kind of giving Billy Butcherson from Hocus Pocus. (gasps) It's giving Billy Butcherson for sure. Yeah, it's also um, Edward Scissorhands was another reference yes, I saw them talk about. Definitely. There's like this a movie whole is bunch like of, so many clear references that I haven't seen, but they talked about Frankenhooker. Have I seen Frankenhooker? Why does that feel so close to my heart right now? Anyway, I'm looking it up. Keep going. <laughs> Maybe I'm just excited about it. <laughs> but no, they were definitely pulling from all kinds of like 80s horror and stuff too. Beetlejuice was on the list. I feel like. The Lydia Dietz representation is very, very oh, clear in this. Very oh obvious. my God. Yeah. Her PC bangs. There you go. Already. I, I wish she would have worn like the end dress that we see her in. It's like black. I wish it was red. That would have been like a great mm. nod to Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Might have been even two on the nose, but she's in the red at the end, right? The very, 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 very end. I think she's in red. I did see this last night. She has so something red about better. her, but I feel like she's also in like full body wrap because she's, she's a bird victim. She's in full body wrap and she's in a red dress. I know she's in a red oh, dress. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do remember red. the color red for sure from that scene. But anyway, yeah. I mean, well, back to what you're saying a long time ago before I talked about Cole Sprouse for so long. We got to take it away from Cole Sprouse or I'm going to get heated. I'm already heated. I'm flushed. Uh, <laughs> um, about the trailer. They do dupe you with the trailer, but I think it might be intentional because the trailer, if you watch this movie, like we wanted, at least Chelsea and I had been talking about doing Lisa Frankenstein for Obsession Month for like um, like a month beforehand. Like it had been on the short list for me because I was like, oh, the timing came works perfectly. And you know me, I'm a trailer girly. I watched that trailer the week it came out. Like I was very excited about it. And the trailer makes it seem like Lisa is obsessed with this dead guy and that she's in love with him and somehow like her love will bring him back to life or she brings him back to life or something like that 
Um, but and, and I think that that's like a classic, like, no, it's it's not like a classic thing. I don't know if that's been done before, but like having like the woman like going after the man and blah 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 whatever. But then like you you're set set up expecting that, and it's not that at all once you actually watch the movie like it's the monster the creature who's in love with her and is trying to convince her to be in love with him too and so I thought that was uh like at first I was confused but then it still worked for obsession month and so I wasn't upset (laughs) (laughs) and yeah I think it was like a fun little dupe interesting tactic Yeah, I will say, though, I think they did um, a really good job of letting you know what movie you were in for once you were in the movie, like the way they have the animated credits set up to both be beautiful, gorgeous credits and also to give you his backstory and be like, this is what happened to him. He had this love and then she was kind of a slut and she moved on to somebody. They say it in a nice way because they don't say anything at all with words. Um, Yeah. um, Wow. I can't believe you're. I know that was me bringing in into this feminist room. I don't know why I would do that, but she was an evil woman. She should have loved him forever. She Um, (laughs) yeah, she should die. Um, no, I'm sure she just needed to find love where her heart was or whatever. Anyway, um, so he had she regretted it too. Yeah, she goes and she cries at his grave. Um, sorry, (laughs) but he has this love and he loses it and then he's sad and then he gets struck by lightning question mark i think um or like a tree gets struck by lightning and a tree falls and he's like sitting under it i don't know they don't exactly say it because it doesn't really matter but if he gets struck by lightning regardless the lightning is relevant um and so that circles back later but like to give you that setup i think was a, a good entry point to be like this is the kind of artistic romantic but a little silly movie you're watching um and then I also think when they got to the drug scene at the party that did a really good job too of being like here's what you're in for everything with taffy everything with taffy in the beginning taffy's perfect I'm, I'm obsessed with taffy yeah taffy's perfect and it's also the actress's like first big role yeah her first American movie oh really yeah because she's a she's been working in the Philippines oh cool yeah Lisa Soberano she is so cute I loved her in there she is really cute or Liza I don't know I think it's Liza but I mean I didn't didn't ask her I think it's definitely Liza it's L-I-Z-A that's Liza Liza. anyway (laughs) I just said Lisa (laughs) <laughs> it's like that all, all day i've just been calling wait we have to set up context last night chelsea and i went and saw this movie again but before that we saw madame web <laughs> we saw madame web um we said what if we did a silly little double feature um and it was the right call it was absolutely the right call because do you know what these movies are in conversation they have a lot to say to each other there was go. broken glass spider webbing out and scenes in each movie um, and other stuff that I don't remember now as similarities, but they were there. So you should go see them both. Yeah. And also it is Madame Webb. I just want to be really clear. There might be some people <laughs> telling you that it's Madame Webb, but it's not. It's Madame. And I just want to like. Madame. I'm, Dakota Johnson asked me to put that on the record. 
Actually, um, but it's yeah. Milady Web. Just no, no. Even close browsers yeah. approve of that. There were no Lady. fucking quibblies or fucking what's it called? What's the word that they Fedora? Fedora. I don't know. I I have to be called Milady at least once a day or I'll die. So. That's the renaissance fair girl in you. <laughs> and I love that about you. <laughs> um, But yeah, I I just love that this one was set in the 80s. They did such a good job of bringing all of that into this. And the hair, the costuming was so much fun. I just, oh God, it made me, again, excited to own a crimper already. And it made me just- really nostalgic for the tanning bed, quite frankly. Mm. So I think that so still funny. exists, you know, right? I I know, but it's bad for you. So like we can't go in them. But I And we've seen Final Destination. I love tanning <laughs> beds. But I love it's so them. funny that she won that tanning bed for winning a pageant. Miss Hawaiian Tropic or Tropicana or something uh, like that. So fucking funny and so perfect. Yeah, the background for this movie, like for Lisa's character, is super fucking sad. And I thought it would come back around more. But it doesn't. Um, but it does not. But basically, Lisa's mom is axe murdered while Lisa is in the house by a masked assailant who is never caught. And he does not show back up. Just Ever. spoiler alert. He shows up Ever. for one second in her dream after she does the drugs. He is in her. He pops what, his what little head out from under the bed. They did make a joke PCP? that it's PCP, but I don't. Well, I don't PCP know what drugs do? were available in the eighties, so I couldn't say. Google what does PCP do? <laughs> uh, you'll hallucinate, and it's not fun. Don't do PCP, kids. Um, Makes users feel detached from their bodies and their surrounding, and distort their perceptions of sight, sound, and reality. Yeah. Continue. It's not fun. Don't do PCP. Uh, I'm so scared that the way you're saying that. I got accidentally dosed with PCP at Bonnaroo uh, 2014. Don't do was PCP. It just, was it just like this movie? Uh, it was worse because Cascade was playing. Oh, <laughs> too intense. Too intense. Yeah, so overwhelming, bad. I'd imagine. So bad. <laughs> but like... It didn't, this, it like, she chugs it and then it like immediately hits. That's not the case. That's movie. That's just movie. Um, That's for the plot. Reality stuff. Yeah. That's just movie magic. More magic, baby. Maybe the PCP in the 80s was just real intense. Maybe oh, because I- it was mixed with alcohol. It just straight to her bloodstream. I have a question for you okay. guys. When do you think that taffy's affair with what's his fucking name i don't need to remember his name michael trent thank you michael trent um (laughs) occurred when did it start because i think it's kind of weird if she didn't say anything when they were in the car ride over when lisa's like like spilling her guts being like i love michael trent blah 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 yeah and taffy's like blah I was paying attention to it the second time around, but I also, in the interview with Lisa Soberano that I read, she talked about it a little. So I uh-huh. can give you the the insider's take, but if Sydney has an answer or if you have something that you'd like to say before we reveal- I want to know the truth. What they thought was, okay. Um, 
basically what they talked about in their um, experience was that Taffy genuinely didn't know who he was in the beginning when they're in the car driving over. And by the mm. way, her cute little la- license plate says like Laffy because she's Laffy, Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy. Um, yeah, you know and she's got like her Laffy little Taffy. Hawaiian girl on her dash. Um, just I love her. Everything about and her is so cute. And the AstroTurf. I love yeah, it. She's so cute. I love her. She's I'm so like a whole beach in her car she's, which love she's perfect um she said my mom has beach themed bathrooms and i have a beach themed car and also life in general um but she said she didn't know who michael trent was then but then after um lisa drinks the cup at the party and taffy's like are you okay did you take something and she you know that second for one second where she's like i'm really disappointed and like her voice is like distorting as as lisa immediately gets fucked up um you see her in the background like going over to talk to michael to be like hey um but then apparently you can kind of see them like start to soften towards each other a little bit in that conversation that was my guess too yeah the party is where they really start to like talk and like maybe hit it off and her take was in this scene at like, like by the lockers when we see them interact again that she was like maybe not sure she was like ready to claim him or if she wanted to date him but there had been something between them maybe and so when he says I'll see you later it's like actually maybe he was talking to Taffy not Lisa um because she's saying to Lisa also like will you cover for me tonight um because I you know I'm doing something she doesn't say what she's doing and then the next morning she has has the hickey hickey. okay that totally that totally works for me because I was like I love Taffy but it's fucked up if she's like lying that much in that car ride over but that makes sense but it's different to be there and it's like you asshole did you just dose my girly (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah but like that if that's their their meat cute um and still real fucked up of Taffy's part yeah I will give her not nice sister behavior but you can't help who you fall in love with sometimes and then she tried to get Lisa to move on but Lisa's heart also wanted what it wanted so you know it's hot it's it's a complicated situation and i think i don't remember actually if taffy has dialogue that says something like he treats me like i'm not just a cheerleader but i doesn't she say something i think she does in the bedroom scene yeah where she's like he likes me for me um and then lisa is like he likes you because you're pretty and cute and he doesn't want a girlfriend who's interesting and complicated like he is and it's like whoa okay girl that was um, so mean, but also such a read. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an accurate read of Michael. Um, I don't think it's an accurate read of Taffy, but I don't think she was reading Taffy in that moment. So no, don't fall for the pretentious boy. It's not worth it. It's much more fun to be with someone goofy, silly. <laughs> be with Cole Sprouse instead of the pretentious boy. <laughs> yes, Cole Sprouse is not the pretentious boy this time. That shows his range. That shows his range as an actor. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. I I was so surprised though when well okay wait hold on before I move I was gonna change the subject we can't when Chelsea and I were first watching the PCP part I was like I hope she's gonna have a nice time and this man will be kind to her this he's little gonna nerd be boy. nice right oh, he's gonna be nice wrong. right no <laughs> of course not 
Of fucking course not. That fucking little bitch ass. I hate him. I'm glad he yeah. dies. Yeah. He deserves it. He does. Such a little bitch yeah. boy. Doug. Yeah, I kind of got the feeling as soon as he was like leading her down the hallway, I was like, this is not gonna be good. Um, But I don't I know. There's really so many... Hoping. Yeah, there's so many details about the party in general, though, that I love. Like, I love this scene right when they get there where Taffy goes over to her friends um, and they're like, so what's your sister's deal again? Like, what's going on with her? And she's like, well, I can't say anything because, like, of legal reasons. And also I made a pinky promise. Um, because you're my best so friend, so I'll cute. tell you. And then it's like each time they keep cutting back for a reaction, there's, like, an additional cheerleader sitting there. Um, I thought that was and a great And they're, gag. like, more and more, like, blacked out. Like, one of them's like, whoa, that's wow. crazy. <laughs> that, that was a really, really, really cute. And that, I don't know, that had more of the, like, Diablo Cody, like, energy, yeah. to, snappy energy to it Um, that we love so much. So it starts coming really quickly. I don't know. I just love everything Diablo does. Yeah, no, I was looking at her IMDb because um, in this, in one of the interviews that I was reading with her, um, she was talking about how, like, the reception to Jennifer's body being so terrible is the reason why it took her this long to circle back to doing another horror movie. Um, but she's done a lot of other things in between. Like, she wrote Ricky and the Flash, which I didn't see, but I did see Young Adult, and I loved Young Adult. Um, oh, yeah. She created and wrote United States of Terror, which I've talked about before, how much I love United States of Terror. Um, so she's been busy oh, in the meantime. Telling. She just hadn't circled back to horror yet because um, her experience was so terrible. Um, and she talked a little about how, like, because people expected that really snappy dialogue constantly from her after jennifer's body and juno she was like fatigued by it almost yeah um, no and you don't want to always write in the same exact style no, you know? yeah but i think it's i think people forget um how much out there is diablo cody i think they really only think about jennifer's body and juno and i am, have definitely been uh guilty of that for sure and I yeah, think I like looking the marketing for this. for this. Yeah, the marketing for this is so, hey, remember Jennifer's body. By the way, this movie exists in the same universe. By the way, remember how everybody loves Jennifer's body now. Let's try and ride that wave. Um and well, so I mean, I, that's smart. Yeah, no, no, no. It is smart. And she also talked about like how it was really nice that for Jennifer's body, the marketing was so male focused and so male gaze focused because of Megan Fox. And the marketing for this was so refreshing and that it at least was like really targeting the audience who totally. would go see this movie. Um, so I think at least that is like a huge, huge progress. And I'm so sad that this movie isn't doing well. <laughs> um, but it's I think really it's going to... Well. Yeah. have it's a cult classic. cult classic as well yeah like i think it'll it'll i don't i don't know it's hard to gain cult classic status, status in the now. same way that things used to in like the streaming culture yeah. of today where things come and go so but fast. it still happens like terrifier happens. i feel yeah. like has that kind of vibe like that's like the crowds like created the hype 
from that. Like, like the layman created the hype for that, that got it, the sequels that it got. It was like a true indie. But this isn't an indie, so I guess that's not how it works. Oh, my God. I think You're, this movie will be just showing just off your mutton know. chops. I, <laughs> I was like, but, how do I get my little ear stitching in here occasionally? Oh, I didn't notice uh, that. Oh, let me I also thoughtfully I didn't, towards the camera. We went to the... the candy store last night and I was like why didn't I buy gummy worms I'm such a fucking idiot but I did buy um gummy frogs so I can drop those out of my mouth here and there if if it the moment calls for it <laughs> if it, the time feels but, right mm -hmm. here's the thing with like the cult classic status if I'm watching like if I'm having like a fun girly marathon right mm -hmm. I'm probably gonna do Heather's uh for me, Heather's Beetlejuice and then Jennifer's Body and this. And it would be yeah. like a very seamless uh, tragedy girls as well. Yeah. <laughs> this like, I mean, it's so rare to get a horror movie that's like for the girls like this one yeah. is. And it's so and it's actually it is really, really good. It is really good. And like I said, the only other one that I've seen recently is VHS 1999. <laughs> um and we'll maybe cover that one day if anyone else agrees with me that vhs 1999 is for the girls maybe that's why it was the most panned one out of all of the vhs movies. wow <laughs> sexism strikes again yeah classic except, misogyny wow except for vhs viral which i heard is just actually really bad and i didn't watch that one and i won't be watching it anyway back to this movie <laughs> um i really really liked that they did such like crazy tonal shifts in this movie too. Cause we already talked about the opening credits, which is very Tim Burton. Um, and also reminded me of Candyman um, with the cutouts, um, the silhouette style of, of it. And then we get the dream sequence, her PCP dream sequence. And I loved that so much. It was so beautiful. And as a woman who's going to see Chapel Rowan tomorrow with, Chelsea um, I couldn't get over the fact that Lisa's vibe in that is very what Chapel Rowan is doing right now if you're yes. into Chapel Rowan you will appreciate this if you're not then then get up. into it you're yeah. fucking welcome your life's about to change your life's about to change anyway um but yeah I think it's like kind of like I don't know what what is that style like it's giving Rococo I don't know like porcelain doll i don't know what's going on the like high ex like the high femininity like big blush like white like no flaw face porcelain face i feel like that's really having a moment right now and it's weird to see it and so many different places because these things all happened separately um but also I, obviously that was very inspired by like old hollywood as well um because it has like the moon with the bullet or rocket hitting it in the eye which is from like classic classic ancient films um but i just love that whole sequence and how fucking weird it was i was like this is perfect and she is on pcp so is the rocket I sequence later though when they smash yeah there's also they sit on the bed what happens at the end of this dream sequence is she's sitting on the bed and then she looks and the statue figure. version of him mm -hmm. is sitting on the bed. The weird, scary guy stick who killed her mom pops out from in between them and then goes back under. And they just ignore that. And they like look at each other, 
look back in front of them, lean their heads together, and they're staring at her closet wall, which has that poster on it. And the the closet wall poster comes alive, Mm -hmm. and the bullet, like, smashes into the moon. And they're like, wow, romance. Look at that. I love her Paps Blue Ribbon gown. Yes! That was so (laughs) good! What a fun choice. What a fun costuming choice. But it goes back to... uh, the can yeah they're, they're like oh do you like paps and she's like no or like she's like yeah he's my favorite director yeah no, he's like who's your favorite, like, director? favorite director and, she says, and, paps, she's and he's like, like you're just reading my can shut up you little bitch you don't know shit okay you're not cultured neither am i because i didn't know who it was either but how dare you be little lisa's intelligence and knowledge and culture how dare you how I hope dare your hand gets chopped off later in the movie oh my god thank god it happened they did that for you. They heard Thank you say you. that oh in God. your head during the movie, so and they were like, "Wait, let's chop off his hand." Wait, Wait that's a good that's idea. The yeah. idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think another like huge star of this movie, and I didn't know that Carla Gugino was in this. And they say her last name right? I hope so. Who can say? Uh, <laughs> um, she is so stunning and so incredible and so the moment for me in horror right now after the fall of the house of usher she's everything um i really want to watch gerald's game too i've seen a lot of people rate that that really highly on the yeah on their list and i always i i you know was stupid and i wrote it off because it was released direct to netflix but that doesn't mean that it's bad all the time just some of the time okay it's hard to know you have to watch them all to find out (laughs) there's something about her as an actress that like gives me the is it what like valley of the dolls syndrome or like what is it where you like look at them and it's like not oh uncanny oh valley. Uncanny, uncanny valley, valley. that's what it is like oh interesting at, like her in everything she does just gives Adds me a little a, and it makes it dread. spookier to me yeah. quite frankly hmm. Well, she is so, like, perfect looking, but, like, she has that, like, huge eyes. like, And it's, like, the way her mouth, like. And mouth, I feel like she like, does, like. Yeah. yeah. Light tilt. Ooh. That's spooky. She's really good in this genre. She's so. She's got it. She was giving. Okay. Actually, she's got the X factor. This could be completely wrong because I haven't seen this movie, but I felt like. In the scene where she's confronting Lisa in her bedroom upstairs where she's in her nurse outfit and she's got like a little mascara track or whatever. She was giving a clockwork orange, I think. I haven't seen it. I'm Googling clockwork orange nurse. Was was Lisa Gugino or was it not Lisa? Carla Gugino, Carla. everything. Everyone <laughs> is Lisa now. <laughs> <laughs> you're Lisa After- and you're Lisa. Well, we just did Obsessed, and she was Lisa, so it's a little confusing. Monica's got Lisa's on the brain. I got Lisa on the brain. Um, Yeah, I know I haven't seen that movie. I need to see it, but I heard that it's so fucked up that it makes people very upset, and they're like, maybe you shouldn't see it. So, you know, low on the list right now. Low on the list. Got to make it through that really mean Hard Times article. (laughs) 
about 80s underrated slashers to watch instead of becoming employable. So thanks for sending me that, Sydney. It really struck me at my core. And I already started watching the movies on it. So Stage Fright is really good so far. The killer wears an owl mask. It's very exciting. So if that doesn't entice you, I don't know what will. But anyway, back to this movie, Lisa Frankenstein. Okay, just quick interlude. I think the movie that I meant to say was one flew over the cuckoo's nest. So that's uh, a different oh, movie. That. That's a different movie. That's a I way different that. movie. Yeah, Nurse Ratchet is what I was trying to I don't oh, I think there's well, a there nurse in nurse Clockwork Ratchet. Orange because I Googled it, but she didn't look anything like what I was picturing in my brain. So I was like, this is wrong. And then I Googled scary nurse movie. Um and it gave me what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Well um what was it that also whole said misery, American horror story thing. A little throwback. There's the American horror story. Mm-hmm. They were on the um, list. Yep. Thing with Sarah Paulson, and she plays mm-hmm. her own version Nurse of Nurse Ratched. Ratched. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, lots of things in things in are consideration singing. with each other. Yep. Lo- this is a very referential movie, and it it brings up a yeah. lot of horror history and film history, and it's super cute. And I love a little wink and a nod and a little. This homage. movie is great for us girlies who love clear references. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. like threw literal posters in the backgrounds that were good uh, markers but- for sure. Monica noticed one right off the bat. Um, oh, they had Creature from the Black Lagoon. They had yeah. the Harloff mummy. That Karloff yeah, Boris mummy. Karloff's mummy. Yeah, but also um, um, the stepmom is named Janet, and so at some point mm-hmm. you you hear her say, "Damn it, Janet!" Which that is was so funny. Uh, that was very cute. We talked about the Lydia Deeds, like. Uh, they also go to the movies to see look who's talking which is a slay (laughs) the aunt who gave her the vibrator is aunt shelly as in mary shelly who wrote frankenstein Mm. (laughs) oh cute that's so cute love that mary shelly's out here making sure the girlies girlies are feeling good (laughs) listen mary would want that she said it might improve your personality, which is kind of a country way to say it. But also, yeah. you know, it might. That's, so you know what? That's giving. That's giving the like ancient idea that when women are upset, female hysteria, you just need, yeah, they're in hysteria, and you need to masturbate them so they calm down. This bitch is Those grieving her days. dead mother for too long. She needs a Hitachi magic wand, and to be by the sea. It works every time. How come nobody <laughs> took her to the sea? Hitachi uh, Wan and the sea. by the sea. By the sea. Dale is two hands <laughs> off of a father. And not masturbated <laughs> by a dead corpse. No, that's fine too. It's fine. I accept it was nice. <laughs> I love the ju- I love the juxtaposition of her of the of uh, Cole Sprouse's Frankenstein monster touching her while her sister is on the phone with like police calling for her mom so funny uh, yeah i mean like they're like i love wrong. that fun juxtaposition <laughs> there's a little something wrong with lisa but we love that for her <laughs> she's just and like i don't think it's that big quirky, of a deal. okay she's quirky and she's fun and she's, she's been, been deeply traumatized yeah she's seen a lot she's lonely um, she clearly doesn't have any other friends at this school other no. than her stepsister and like i think she likes taffy and likes spending time with taffy to a degree 
I think the like love for Taffy really comes through more at the end of the movie because like Taffy's got her own crew, you know what I mean? And Lisa very much does not want to hang with that crew and is also not invited to hang with that crew, even though Taffy's inviting her. And Taffy is also like very harsh, but in a loving way, like that's like her whole M.O., She'll be like, oh, your hair looked like shit before and I didn't want to tell you, but you fixed it and it looks actually like really good now. So it looks she's so like, slay now. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really bad before. I just want to let you know, don't put it back like that. <laughs> like when Lisa's Sometimes like trying really hard. Real, but after the fact. Yeah. Her plus shade just wasn't doing anything for her. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It was way yeah. too much. I tried the to interview that I read that was today. funny. Because because the actress was like, I wasn't sure how mean on purpose she was being versus like, is she trying to be nice? Is she pretending to be nice? Like, what's her deal? And ultimately, the conclusion was like, she is a good, sweet, nice person. But also remember that she was raised by Janet. So, you know, some right. of those behaviors trickle down before you realize um, that Janet. that is maybe not a nice way to treat people. And so, like, she just doesn't have the filter necessarily to be like, I should not tell you that your bangs looked like shit yesterday, but they look so beautiful today. Janet is such a cunt. She's so Janet mean. Janet is a cunt, yeah. She's so um, mean. What's She's the dad's like, name? apologize. Dale. Oh, Dale. Dale is such a wet blanket. He's such a wet blanket. Oh, my God. Also, okay, Dale but- is this time that he got married in a year after his wife was axe murdered. Okay, Jesus but... Christ. But, like, did we, we see, like, the axe murderer, like, pop out? But did Lisa ever see the axe murderer's face? Are you going to suggest that Dale was the axe murderer? I am, because there was, like, a weird timeline, and I don't remember exactly, but it was, like, two months after the the murder they were dating and, like, six months after they were married. And I so think I think that Dale men can't be alone. Syndrome. No, I think I think Dale murdered his wife, which is why uh uh I almost called her Lisa. Oh, her name is Lisa. All the Lisas What's are happening? confusing as well as Lisa. Who's not I've Lisa. lost the thread. You're why saying Lisa that's why Lisa so survived. Crazy. Well, it's why Lisa like has these murderous you know tensions because her daddy does oh she too. inherited it yeah oh well he is it was really there disconnected to everything it was there i could see it i hate it i don't think he i sucks. like that read yeah he's so absentee <laughs> he's so oh my god he just is so ready to like fully embrace his new family and he's like a, a annoyed that he has this traumatized daughter to deal with and he's so gung-ho about laffy and also his like laffy that's laffy. her name laffy taffy excuse me <laughs> i almost said lisa i guess and then i fixed, fixed it on the last switched at the last minute everyone is lisa um <laughs> but laffy taffy she's she's all that and uh and I was going to say, and a can of beans. Is that a phrase nowadays? And a bag, and a bag, bag of chips. Yes. <laughs> and a can of beans. That's what you say about men when they're cowboys. That's so that's so weird. Why did I say that? Anyway, okay. <laughs> She's all that and a can of beans. But his like love for her felt creepy to me. Is that bad? That's probably also a bad read. I was very no. worried that there was something going on with the dad and with I was Taffy. Getting, yeah, I was, I was like, like I was scared. 
I was scared too. I was like, please, let's not go down that road. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one who felt that vibe. I was like, I'm the sick person for thinking this, but I was, no, I, yeah, I was very scared and I don't remember what it was that made me feel that way exactly. Other than like, she had a mystery hickey and then there was something else after that where it's like they're going to a movie or something maybe oh it was like dad's taking me to Fuddruckers or whatever and I was I don't know there was some sinister energy at one point that made me really scared so happy about her cheerleading thing that creeped me out I don't know what were you oh it was like she got her splits and everyone was so excited and she was had her legs open against the wall screaming so they I think they brought in they brought in some weird vibes there um and then I just couldn't account for what was gonna happen afterwards but as soon as Michael was missing from his seat later on I was like oh she's fucking Michael it's fine phew but fine relatively fine for her I guess I didn't I didn't put it together I was shocked both times I saw the movie (laughs) um but okay we got to talk about Cole Sprouse again. It's been too long. We took too long away. And now I need to bring him back into the conversation. Um, I love when he shows up at the house. I love, I love him. I love that he could hear her when he was dead under the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and heard all of her proclamations. And I, especially when she says, I wish I was with you. And he was like, wow, that's so nice. I can only imagine he doesn't say this. But he's like, wow, I love her too. And she was like, no, I was saying, I wish I was dead. I wish I was dead. <laughs> that was that a great was scene. So yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, that is not what I meant. I wish I was in the ground. <laughs> like, like, that is just ever. such like a universal teenage girl experience yeah. too, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's such a universal experience to have the um, deceased bachelor that you hang out with in the cemetery come back to your house and then be like, we can be together now. And it's like, that is so close to what I meant but just not quite right and like you seem really nice now that you're done chasing me around the house and I've discovered that actually you're kind of just like a lovable oaf you love the shoe you phone, like the shoe phone. I also love the shoe phone, <laughs> the shoe phone um, great. and he likes the cure maybe she was like oh not that kind of cure that was so funny they just the script is great the script is the great script- is great i love all the little montage scenes like him trying on all the different like 80s clothes mm-hmm. so fun just to see all the different styles that were so that were popular then they like hit all of the main pulse points of the 80s there and it was great like the workout outfit the jock the like grunge whatever and i love what they landed on you're looking well, I liked fabulous the in it pink yourself. satin feather robe in between oh. and i loved how she was like yes, yes. immediately yes yes Yes, yes, that was she so wanted that. Cute. She wanted that. So, but he had his own vision, and it's um band T blazer. Yeah, mine is Annie Jerusso, but she's equally important to support. So exactly, Lisa's a great little stylist. That looked great on him, but you know, was was it a Violet Femmes shirt? Mm-hmm. He had on. Yeah, looked nice. Um, but yeah, I think that. I love that he is a little sick bastard and that immediately will do anything for her. You know what I mean? That's what we're all looking for in a man or if we're or a partner just in general. Someone who will go to bat for you against all of your foes and put worms in their cottage cheese. Um, so gross. That was that awesome. Scene. 
That was so good. That was so good. Of all yeah, the I'll things do. that you can do to that character. Oh, that oh was- my God. <laughs> that was a little gag for the YouTube crowd. <laughs> Chelsea's out here doing physical gags. Doing some great. No, I won't say it. No, I'm going to say it. Mouth work here. <laughs> oh. Chelsea, when you're always- mine, you use your whole body to perform. Chelsea, we're always <laughs> impressed with your mouth work. Thanks, Queen. <laughs> really... My ear is doing some real heavy lifting, too, I think. If I just turn it like this, if I just do the whole podcast like this, you can really tell. The sutures were really, really nice. They're so good. Y'all... And the diamond earring. Yes, diamond of course. Of course. Side. These are what I always wear, but I was like, um, if I could only make them look even bigger. That is, okay. That is one thing, actually. My two, like, complaints about this movie are that I really don't think the selective mutism thing came through. Even when they said it, I didn't even, like, see it in hindsight. I was like, she was a little quiet, but it didn't feel like a situation in which she would have been talking any more than she was. So I think if that was going to be a big part of her journey in some ways I would have liked that to have been more clear um yeah and my other note is he has the diamond earring in his ear and when Taffy is calling the police she's like she looks like a beautiful Labrador at the park when the sun hits her just right into her this is her manicure and this is uh-huh. what she she wears white diamond perfume um yeah, and so she's like, a bitch yeah <laughs> I am so obsessed with Taffy. I really cannot tell you. Taffy is so good. She's incredible. And that actress stole the movie. Yes. That's what they were talking about. And also the actress said she did like one self tape, sent it in, and then was like filming the movie five days later. So like they just must have loved whatever she did. She just nailed it. Um, That's great. She has that whole monologue when she's on the phone and she is so up to date with her mom's like outfits and accessories. And she said she was going to give her the earrings. I thought him having the earring in his ear was going to circle back and be part of the plot. And I'm sad that that detail didn't, I don't know, maybe I, maybe it got cut somewhere. Maybe it just slipped through the cracks. I really thought that that was going to be like a moment or something. And then it, it wasn't. And it felt like a missed opportunity a little bit. Although I guess, I don't know where you would have put it, like right before he chops off Michael's dick, before she fully goes into shock. Um, yeah, because there was no subtlety with him. Yeah, at any t- he there couldn't mm-hmm. be a subtlety because he didn't start looking like a a real boy until like very close to the end. I right after he gets his dick. Too. That's yeah, the only time that Taffy sees it's him. Right. Also, he looks enough like a real boy that I think you could have had a moment in there where she's like, he's coming in and she's like, "Well, but he's not standing there for very long." You know what I mean? He kind of comes in full action. Um, yeah. But if you'd had like a moment, she could have been like, "Is that appearing?" And then, because because that's where we're getting to the murder plot of it all, where things are really coming to the head. I don't know. I yes. think it would have been fun to have something. I guess it would maybe take a little more workshopping to squeeze it in. But yeah, but yeah no, for but- him to go from fully muck man in the beginning to with each zap gets a little realer, realer. Looking more and more like Cole Sprouse. Yeah. I was thrilled. Even in the make love to me scene, he still has like that centipede. So he's still got bugs manifesting he's from his still body. Got but- bugs in him. I also think it's so funny that whenever he cries, she's like, God, no! Yeah, oh, it smells like sewage. 
Also, I love the romance of Ario Speedwagon. Speedwagon. I too mm-hmm. am fully enamored with that song. Oh my god, the soundtrack to this was so good. But do you think that they couldn't get the song? Cause they had that weird cover during the sex scene. What's the name of the song? Sorry, it's 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 either way I'm, I'm keeping you inside. What's it? What's the name? I don't know, but they had a couple of covers in this movie. So I kind of think Actually, it's interesting because Diablo Cody says she does write a lot of the songs into the script, which you're not really supposed to do as a screenwriter because that is like a directorial directorial choice a lot of the time. And also it's like a rights issue. So like if you're writing to a specific song, you don't know, especially that early on in the process, if you're going to get it. But Mm -hmm. Zelda Williams really like resonated with a lot of Diablo Cody's choices there. So I wonder if they were worried that they couldn't get it or couldn't afford the original if they were like, we can get someone to do a cover or afford a cover and maybe we can find one with like a tone that better matches the moment. Yeah, I don't think they could get it because I feel like it would have been better because they use so much original 80s music in this mom in this movie that when they went to the cover it was a little jarring but it still worked really really well and it's can't fight this feeling by the way that's the name of the song mm, um, there was a one in the beginning though that was like um the what was it like bright sunshiny day and it was like a cover so that was like kind of like dark and moody and gloomy and so i was like oh that's mm, the vibe yeah well, I don't oh know. Oh my god, I okay, just... the promise was in this movie. I was wondering why I keep wanting to listen to it lately. Maybe that's why. It's in you. It's also, On the Wings of Love. On the Wings, the wings, the wings of, of Love. love. <laughs> I was, last night, I realized, when we watched it, I realized that that <laughs> was the season of The Bachelor that we all binge watched. Yes. We all went on mm-hmm. a trip over, yes. <laughs> over winter break and we, we watched the season 10. 14. Was, Season 14 from 2010. Yeah. Um, that's called On the Wings of Love because Jake was a, a pilot. psychopath was a pilot. That is a horror show. Actually, that season is a horror show because he's so scary. Yeah. Um, but so when that played, that song a lot I was like, On the Wings of Love. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's so perfect. Like the cheesiness of the love songs of the 80s really fit the vibe of of this sort of cheesy love story so it just made this setting really works it really really works um but yeah i i love a man who will kill your my stepmom for me you know what i mean like that's, that's important i'm looking for with a big heavy blunt object one and done he's very effective we appreciate that yeah i mean i think it's I love the the way she so immediately accepts it. Um, it's so fun to see that like turn from her where for a second she's like, but what are we going to do? I don't remember what he suggests at first. And she's like, no, we can't until we bury the, bury body. the body. Like that, Yeah, when she pulls in like that and like tucks their faces oh, close the together. Ear. It's so, oh yeah, yes. And she's he, like, put like, the cuts ear it on off. and he's like, not yet. She's like horrified by him cutting off the the body. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So slay. So good. They are really bad at being killers, though. Like they're not covering their tracks literally at all. The blood is still on the carpet days later. Like they're they're just just throwing throwing... the bodies into an open crime scene. Yeah. 
Like, I don't understand how they have not found the mom's body yet by later in the movie. That's not important. We're obviously working outside of the realms of reality here, and I'm willing to accept anything pretty much. So (laughs) it's also only been, it's like this movie takes place over maybe four or five days. You know what I mean? It's like a quick descent into murderism. Okay. Sure, yeah, it's a it's That's a quick turn from the party on what I assume is Saturday night. She goes to work on Sunday and he Michael Trent brings his jacket in and the girl is a bitch to her, that other girl who gave her the drug cup. Um, and then he comes home Sunday night and then it's like Monday is when they kill the mom. Um, so really quick after that, it's like Tuesday, they kill the the other guy. And then Wednesday, they're like, we're going to get caught soon. We can only have time for one more murder. Um, they just, you know, things are things are moving. It's moving very quickly and they're efficient. And I, I do love also that she's like, okay, well, I'm going to kill someone now because that was pretty cool. And it's my turn. Yeah. She's like, then she gets mad at him later. She's like, it's your fault that we are even like this. I only killed him, even though it was my idea to kill him. It was because I was just an accomplice before. And it's it was an accomplice exciting. at first. Um, okay, not making sense. She's just a girl, okay? <laughs> She's just a girl. I'm not she's a murderer. She's just a girl. Yeah. Apparently, she's though. great with a needle and thread also. Many skills. Well, thank God she has that job. Um, I know. No the sass from Janet about how what how could it be tiring to sit there hunched over like a grandmother i was like shut up janet you don't know you don't know that's that's very that's very exactly what you just said makes it clear how it would be tiring you're hunched over doing little work like that come on hurts your eyes tommy just came from three hours of cheer practice shut up janet we're different people I tried this though, and it was really hard. And I broke the needle, and it exploded <laughs> everywhere. And I got so scared that it almost could have stabbed me in the eye. I never picked it up again. It's a dangerous it's profession. Dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. High danger, especially if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I also I didn't expect her to just like dismiss all of his advances so much in it because again i thought she was going to be obsessed with him so that was so funny and also annoying because i was like love close brows be in love uh be in love look she had her heart made up already her she was she was she wanted somebody else you know i get it i get it she was looking for a man whose bodily fluids didn't reek like death and shit so i get that you know we love uh dead stalker dead to stalker to friend to lover trope that's such a great yeah trope. that's such oh a God. classic trope that's that such everyone a classic loves literary trope. one of the best romance tropes out there i can't tell you how many romance novels i've read where that exactly <laughs> happened so i thought this movie was rather trite uh- <laughs> No, it's a joke. No, I mean, I liked that they were like besties um first. And I did think they had like some funny dialogue also, even though she didn't see him as a real love interest option yet. I liked when he was being like, My ear, my hand, can you fix this? And she was like, Taffy says it's better not to fix a boy. Taffy says you have to just accept boys as they are. And I was like, Slay for Taffy. Um, once Taffy again, Taffy Slay. Yeah. 
But also, like, I love that this man gets all of his parts. And I love that she was like, actually, if you need a hand, I know exactly a hand that deserves to be chopped off. And I know exactly how to get it. And I have an idea. And I have a banger line that I've come up with in my head that I'm going to save for later so that I can be like, I told you I was going to hold your hand. I love that she's like, I thought that was pretty good. I know. And he's looking at her like, he's like, come on, girl, try a little harder. And she's like, you can't say anything. So I'm the one that has to come up with all the bigger one lines over here. It's hard. I want to know how he lost his head in the first place. And also it's like, you think it it was in his original death or do you think they just like decayed and fell off over time, which is kind of what I assumed, but I don't know why. Fell off over time, but I don't know about the hand. Yeah, clean, maybe the tree accident they... took his hand he was jerking it and the tree fell right on his hand and his dick and it took them out right i was like oh my god <laughs> why doesn't he have a dick anymore <laughs> a tragic jerking it accident well, so that doesn't surprise me because i feel like the stuff that doesn't have bones in it would rot first is that based on science no but that's just a vibe that i feel um <laughs> if anyone has any knowledge to back up this vibe i'm feeling i think that that's right though i feel like the animals would eat the dick first (laughs) well he was buried but i know like if you do an autopsy i know if you do an autopsy they have to remove your tongue but i don't know if they like when probably like when they embalm you as well they remove your tongue because you don't need it anymore because they like sew your mouth shut. Your Sprouse tongue. needs it. His tongue is still in there. It's just all serrated and fucked because it's been eaten up too. Another soft tissue mm. with no bone in it. Evidence, evidence. <laughs> the only one is the know. hand. The hand that has was bones. chopped off in a tree accident. <laughs> in a tree falling accident or an electricity accident. It had to get chopped off so he could be delayed to show his beautiful artistry that slowly started to win her heart. Mm-hmm. Plot. Playing, playing the piano. Beautiful. That would Gorgeous. get me. Would get Gorgeous. Me. Would fully get me. Adam can play the piano, but he just never does it. But when he does, I'm like, I'm got. It's done. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, apparently this movie, they wanted it to be R-rated at first, and then it had to be downgraded to PG-13. So, like, Boo. there's a Which lot of stuff such that... a bummer. This would have been a great yeah. R-rated movie. Yeah. What were they going to do to make it more fucked up? Well, there was going to be a lot more blood in the dick chopping scene, for one. And they mm. had a prosthetic penis that they had on set that they filmed, but then they had to just show it, like, in silhouette, like, the shadow <laughs> passing across the room instead of featuring it actually in the movie. But That's also, so the scene, instead of the vibrator, although I love the Magic Wand vibrator, it was going to be that they chop off that other guy's hand, sew the hand onto Cole Sprouse, and then he uses that hand to get her off, um, was what the original intention was supposed to be for that scene. Okay, yeah. And the Hitachi wand is funnier. It is funny, but she was, like, mad that it got cut, and she's right to be mad, and that, like, the female orgasm is so censored in movies in ways that, like, male jerk-off comedy is so free to do so like true. we talked about with salt burn like there's so much male coming dicks 
jerking off humor that you can do in like any kind of media almost as long as you like couch it well enough but even to have like a scene where they talked about but I'm a cheerleader also where there was a scene in that where it was like just her hand going under the covers even the suggestion of it got them an NC-17 rating on that movie and they had to like fight for it remember um oh yeah they're like we don't know what's happening in the dark yeah nothing nothing was happening there was that scene too when it was like the kissing um but like I don't know it would have been very fun to have him get her off with the hand specifically but I agree I think the vibrator is better and the like dialogue around it is so fun where she's like some people use this not on their backs um like on other other places in their body we could try it like it's so funny to see the way she because I don't think he would have known what to do right away with the hand he was still no, he, full from, Frankenstein stiff monster you know what I mean they didn't have he did six one time back, back then, then when he yeah. was alive they did not have that <laughs> yeah I think this was a good um adjustment for the script and also for where the that character was at in his journey back to life totally it works it works um I just oh my god I love when he chops off the dick, but I love when it's he... so funny. Okay, okay. One thing first before this, I love when he's like, "I'm done wearing my cool boy outfit. I'm gonna beat up this grandpa and steal his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel more comfortable in my grandpa clothes and suspenders, and he looks more comfortable. He looks you know? great. Yeah, he looks, he looks great, great in, in a high neck shirt. He does. He does. Just and does. honestly. These sideburns work for me. Sorry, Edward Cullen in Eclipse. <laughs> it keeps coming up. It's, it's not my giving... fault that I keep bringing it up because it's been thrust upon me. It's giving <laughs> Anthony Bridgerton season one Bridgerton. Mm. Yes. It is Before they Bridgerton. scaled them back a little once he was uh-huh. the romantic lead. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're like, we can't have a romantic lead. We like it a little too. fluffy. We want it a little fluffy. But it can't be that. Can't be too fluffy. <laughs> yeah, not like that. <laughs> oh man. But I, I just the whole breakdown where she's like, "I'm getting fucked today because I'm gonna die tomorrow." She's like, "I, I could go real. to jail any time. Yeah. Die." She does um, say she says she doesn't want to die a virgin. Exactly. She get the electric chair. She's so real for that. She's so real, and she's like, "I'm gonna go to his house. I'm just gonna show up." And present I'm going to let myself in. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to break and enter and I'm going to, well, okay. Maybe they just <laughs> left the doors unlocked back then. It was the it's 80s. the 80s. The 80s. Anything goes, including walking into someone's house and being like, let's screw. Um, Especially somebody that you're like not friends with. They've talked three times and it was all. She, look, he likes her poems. He published them in the Grackle. She knows his hangout spots and she went to Rocky Rococo's and he was not there. So they have some established rapport, even if it's um, not in interaction with each other. It's just observations from afar. Yeah, she has created this level. They've had two. Of... They've had three conversations now, okay? Conversations. They talked at the party. They, they talked at flirty. work and they talked by the lockers. I'm pretty He's, sure that's how it works. You no way he wouldn't three, be down to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you talk three times and it goes well each time. And then you're, the next time you don't have then to you talk. Fuck. You just say, yes. let's go. And then Honestly, it, go, it goes. 
That's modern dating. That's not how you That's do it modern in the 80s. dating. She was Lisa ahead was ahead of her time. Of her time. She was very clear. So ahead. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, this the whole like I don't know. I liked the end of this movie. I liked the chaos of it. I liked how the whole thing went down because it was like they had a lot that they had to accomplish, and it was insane. But it it just was insane. What were they gonna do? He chopped off the guy's dick. I love that. Nobody um killed Taffy. That makes me happy because I love her. Thank God. She did stop Taffy. him. He did yeah. like get the pillow. So yeah. he he did, nobody made that boundary clear to him before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's she firmly said it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he respected it. So that's and he great. went, oh, 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 got it. We'll drive our separate cars. I'm gonna go to the cemetery. See you there, Queen. And she said, Okay, I just gotta drop Taffy at first. Um, and then she gives her her mom's rosary, which was really sweet. And that Taffy's wearing it later. Really nice. Right. That whole thing was really nice. She's like, yeah. I just looped you in with your bitch of a mom and who can blame me, but also like you You're not your she mom. Really wanted. Yeah. Laffy really wanted them to all be a happy family. And she's definitely very naive and she's definitely a little bit of a bitch. But she's a good person, you know? And so but we I all love bitches. She had to be so traumatized. Yeah, we love a little bitch. She's giving a little bit of Regina George, but nice. Unlike Regina George, who's not. But she will say she's the giving... like. Gretchen. Yeah, it's like somewhere comment. between. Yeah, Gretchen and, and Regina, because she is the head bitch, but she's more Gretchen temperament. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Where yes. she's like she's being a bitch but I, I, she's not doing it intentionally she's not be- doing it to be a bitch it's just sometimes she says the wrong thing and because she's the hot popular girl she never gets folded for it so sometimes you have to be so real and it's hard sometimes it- you don't have anything to worry about lisa because your mom's already dead and then she's like that, I don't mean oh my that. but like so in fun. that moment <laughs> it's not a nice thing to say and she apologizes right away but you can like see where it's yeah. coming from still where it's like she's scared she's worried you know well, like she, she also is, yeah poor poor, poor little anything bad happen yet well i don't know what happened with her like, dad it's great mm-hmm. that our parents got married because lisa got a new mom right away right just a beautiful All way right, girl things but i love that moment i love that she just leaves laffy to laffy taffy to do whatever she wants and I love the scene where, like, the romance finally hits, where she's, like, got the axe and she's ready to end this monster that she did not create. Okay, I almost said that because I got confused. That's the one difference. God created him. Power of electricity created him. The green lightning storm from the night of the party. It was fate. It was love incarnate that brought him back to life. Okay, let's say it's that. Uh, <laughs> but I love when she like has the axe and she's like, "I'm gonna kill him," and she just she can't, and she finally realizes like, You're she the one swoons for me. into his arms instead. Right. Uh, uh, like, take me uh, now. And the whole let's like, go I don't sew on your dick. That part was so yeah. funny though, where she was like, where he's like. I don't have a and dick. Then she's and she's like, she's oh. like, oh no. And then he's like, but don't worry, I just got a dick. And she's like, oh. Because she's and like, then, we can get creative. And he's like, I already thought I had Queen. Don't but, you worry. You said you wanted to get dick down. You said you wanted Michael Trent's dick. I can, I can do both of I those have. for you. I can dick you down with Michael Trent's dick. Just give me a minute. And then that cop shows up, and it's like, um, you can't be here at this active crime scene. And they just throw her in the pit. 
You just push her. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to worry about her right we now. We only She'll mean to buy like an hour, okay? So yeah, I I just I just love that. And I just loved the pacing for the whole end that they're like rushing because they don't have a lot of time. Like they're gonna get caught any second now, and she needs to get railed. She needs to get railed. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to get railed and she needs to commit suicide. <laughs> Those are her two things on her list. So I don't know. I just thought the scene where they actually like I loved like how excited they were like right after he um, I love her like old timey nightgown as well. Oh, I love when they're both in the old timey nightgown. Right? <laughs> yes. I love her nightgown. I love costumes for the Hitachi magic wand scene. Right? She that was so, so funny. <laughs> But when they they're finally doing it, she just looks so like cherubic and beautiful and excited, and it just feels so sweet. And I was swooning. I was like, "This is get like they've given me. They just fell in love five seconds ago." But I was like, "This is the romance of the century. This like, is it. They're this together. Is this is this is Edward and Bella. They are in it together." It, I have thought about this in my head, comparing it to Twilight multiple times. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love so a good much. romance story. I love a good toxic An romance story. Romance. I'm so, I'm so sad when piano. she has to like immediately after this like beautiful meeting has to like douse herself I think in kerosene or something. I think she like because she's all wet. I was like why is she all wet? And I'm like I think she's put like she's gasoline like I gotta make sure herself. it takes. Yeah. Did he like we see the shed light up and he's in like a beach chair watching her get cook, cooked up in a la final destination style a clear reference a clear yeah. reference does he leave and like wait for her like does it's he not clear to me if they're like did she fully die and then was brought back somehow did she just get horribly burned in the shed and fire? And he, like, took her out? Yeah. and the, No, but, she but died. I think yeah. she had to have died for them to be together. And I also think, like, she had to have died because if they just were going to be like, the shed burned down and I guess Lisa's body burned to ashes inside of it, then, like, they wouldn't need to kill her. They could just run away together. You know what I yeah. mean? No. I he think she needed to die. She definitely died because um, two things. One, I don't know if this is like a carving he did or something. I don't know how this would possibly work. But when they cut to the scene where Lisa swallows his cute ass fucking heart grave. So cute. Lay yeah. of a heart grave um, is there. Um, oh, also really quick because it's about to be a part of this. When he puts the peach ring on her finger. And yeah. Like yeah. That was really sweet. That was, that was so anyway, sweet. Back to this. But like when t Laffy Taffy looks down and sees like the engraving and it says beloved wife. Another thing that I noticed is there's like a crack in the grave that's like blackened with some green. And it kind of looks like it was struck mm. by lightning because mm. I don't know why he would carve that in. So to me, that read as it being struck by lightning. And so she had the same thing happen to her. Um where, like, I'm sure love he got intervened. like a hanger or, yeah. or whatever to right. conduct yeah. it during the next lightning storm. He waited it. He bided his time until the the freak weather returned well, to the area. What yeah. did her note say? Like, love death can't. I love you forever. Yeah, I love yeah. you forever. Death, death can't keep us apart or something like that. 
death is yeah. temporary. Temporary was like, in death there. Death is I temporary. Think. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll love you forever. Something Ever. like that. Yeah. Lisa. And I just, I just love the ending. I think that. Because also, I think that, like, the way they set up the science in this, which isn't science, like, if she gets zapped <laughs> enough time, she's going to be normal again. Because yes. he was completely decomposed. You know what I mean? Like, yep. yeah. And so I don't know just... if he, like, found another faulty tanning bed or if he was like, oh, I can stick my finger in an outlet. Like, there's a lot of ways to get an electrical shock in this world. Um, yeah. Maybe he uh, just needed to rub his feet on the carpet a, a little bath, bit. A bath, a toaster and a bathtub. Toaster like... and a bathtub. Yeah, he's got so he's many options available to him. Yeah, because he's love... got a full body now. He, he oh, can yeah, speak. He, he yeah, can he read beautiful. I'm glad he finally gets a line. Good for Cole Sprouse. Um, and it's and the poetry poem. he reads is like um, Percy Bysshe Shelley's poem yeah. to Mary, his wife, who wrote Frankenstein. <gasps> who wrote Frankenstein. And love... it's also a reference to Saltburn again. Back to Saltburn. Always comes back to Saltburn. But yeah, and then she opens her eyes, and that's another reason I knew she was dead because her eyes are all fucked up when she opens her eyes. Yeah. They're like red, and they look scary. So yeah, he like just got her out. Maybe well, maybe she's her. had like a zap or two since then. But she looks so he, like he... the makeup for that was so perfect too. <laughs> like the like hyper feminine, all of that shit, the chapel roan of it all. I don't right know, on man. top I of the band aids, perfect ending shot. It was so like yeah, I don't know. It's so Tim Burtony, all of that. It really is Edward Scissorhand vibes. With all the wrappings around her and stuff. I don't know. I, I just thought it was a very, very cute, perfect ending. IMDb. And Kathy and Dale are living happy-ish right. ever together. And they're going to Fred Rucker's. Tonic, normal, yeah. um, good father-daughter Don't bring that back up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I brought it up the first time. I can't hear about it again. <laughs> no, what but I thought it was soon? nice that they visited her grave also because you know i think they put some things together but yeah yeah well they know uh, they killed everyone oh yeah yeah and they don't care they love her still i don't think yeah. dale loves her <laughs> i Taffy think does. he loves her just as much as he did before if that very helps so <laughs> he didn't anyway. want to have a daughter who was difficult which is why it's so nice that he's got taffy now so lovely um Sid I'm sorry were you gonna say something yeah about the end uh that final scene it's like a little jarring too like you see Cole Sprouse in the rainbow suspenders right yes gay uh well so this is sorry. directed by Zelda Williams who's Robin Williams daughter and yes. the rainbow suspenders are a clear reference to his character Mork oh from which movie uh it was a TV from Mork show. and Mindy yeah oh cool and he would wear that. like rainbow suspenders all the oh, time that's cute i thought that oh, was that's sweet. really sweet I like also that. monica you'll love this the two what? uh police officers that like are you know talk to her with the principal and stuff oh yeah 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 uh they're officer john and officer waters oh <gasps> oh my god my king john waters i love that oh my god there's so many cute little references Diablo yeah. would. Diablo always will. Oh, mm. God. Okay. Well, is it time to move into our segments? Segmentos? 
I didn't set you up that time because I didn't want Chelsea to. Because I called you out on social. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) How could this movie be gayer? Uh, Taffy gay. Taffy, honestly, probably being gay after watching a guy she hooked up with dick get chopped off. She's like, okay, girls now. Taffy bisexual (laughs) icon, I am so willing to support. I think that would be like a realization that she comes into in time, you know, and I support that for her. Um, But I could see her being like a cheerleader who's like eyeing the other cheerleaders without really realizing because she's like, Janet is out here talking about people's bodies and blah, 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 and eating her little cottage cheese peach concoction and I'm you know I think she would be like I'm just being a regular girl and um we're all comparing bodies in gym and it's like actually she's gonna realize later yeah so I love Mm. that for Taffy um I do feel like again it is a a girl and a boy but I still feel like it's a queer love story um yeah I think Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I think they'd both be pansexual. Um, Uh It just so happens. Yeah, well, look, so they're no longer um, limited by the ideas of gender at all. That's not part of it anymore. Um, The earthly ideals, they're beyond that. They're beyond those those notions. Um, Silly, really. But Mm -hmm. I also, I like, you know, I I think it's, there's, the idea of queerness, of thinking outside of the norm, looking outside of what is societally expected, doing your own thing, being true to yourself, that is what's happening here with this love story. So I agree. It's queer to fall in love with a dead guy. That is <laughs> the gayest thing you could do, actually. Very mm-hmm. clear. Also, and if I... there'd been a lady bachelorette cemetery nearby, I mean, who knows? But the cemetery that was right there was Bachelor's Grove. So they would have called it Spinster's Death right. Camp. Spinster's Hollow. <laughs> something horrible. What were you going to say, Spin? Uh, even though we love Janet, Janet could have been like an evil gay man. And her Jenny dad could also could be a have... repressed lesbian man-eater who's just like, oh, 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 need, the, need the next wallet. Yeah, but I think her dad, Ooh. like, moving town and, like, marrying a man would be, uh, like, If really this wasn't said in the 80s, yes. No, like, I, like, they could just be roommates. This is my friend you know Michael from college. We're moving in together after we had such a tough time following my wife's right. tragic demise. Nobody asked any questions about that, by the way. Right? They're just roommates. <laughs> I needed my dear friend Michael's support after my wife was tragically axe murdered, which I had nothing to do with. Do with. Of course. Right? I like, I think that with. would be so funny. <laughs> For oh. an Evil Dale version of this movie, I support that viewing, where he's also <laughs> the axe murderer. I think that could be fun. They're like, they're doing like the, um, what's their face? Billy and whatever the other guy's name was from um, Fright Night. Where it's like they're just oh. these two men that live together. Nobody asks any questions. Yeah. Nobody's the vampire gonna, and that other they got guy. away with it in the 80s. So they could do it here too. They're just two adult men living mm-hmm. in a manner together. Don't ask any questions. But I do think, Janet, Um, I think there is, you know, we certainly don't see any real romance between her and Dale. They just, she's just like, she likes Dale to be asexual. able to push him around. 
happy to read that. Um, she likes to push him around. She likes a man who's going to do what she says. She has, this is at least her third husband because um, Taffy says, I tried her name now and I tried her old name and I tried her old, old name. And so like she's That's running so down the list, you know, that detail. That's great. Um, so I, I could definitely see her as like, she could be asexual also, um, or she could be a lesbian, but she needs, she needs, um, she wants to stay home and work out and listen to her tapes about how she is an IP, an intuitive person. Okay. It was so funny. That tape was so like, you have never done anything wrong in your life, queen. (laughs) It's okay. And they're right. (laughs) Everyone is here and they're all out to get you, queen. Eat yes. your beautiful cottage Emotion. cheese. Energy vampires are trying to feed off of you. Yeah. So they're she, out there. I've seen them. I think <laughs> it, in this movie, as it exists, I'm very willing to buy into Janet queer in some way. I feel that. Any other gay thoughts? Oh, wait, I have a gay thought. I'm sorry. Ooh. Don't say it yet, Sydney. Well, yeah, okay. Whoa. Something about me loving Cole Sprouse feels gay to me, and I don't know what it is. I'm just sorry. I don't feel like it's a straight kind of love that I have for him. Dylan's for the straights. Cole's for the girls, gays, and days. For the bisexual girls? Yeah. As long as you don't listen to anything he says off camera. (laughs) Even then. Yeah. We love that pretentious shit. Happy for you guys. Happy for you guys that you have him. I'm going to talk to my therapist about it next week. He's back <laughs> from maternity leave. Bring, so. bring that up immediately. <laughs> bring it up immediately. Hey, I love Cole Sprouse. Oh, God. We need to reschedule. I, I don't have the energy for She's this. She's like, today. oh, no. Is that my baby? I have to go. It's an emergency. <laughs> this Never can't be my first again. session back. Please. <laughs> Um, I did I like did. though that in the movie when they're because I'm thinking about like the gender genitals issue yeah. where like she's like it doesn't make you less of a man so like I also think there could have been room to play with that and and gender oh, well, a little like more that. if they'd wanted to that but was, I like that he just that cool. you know gets a new dick and puts it on and mm-hmm. I like when she's sewing it and he's just like I mean there's a dick right there so they it's might right well there and Michael Isn't doesn't deserve to have it. Yeah, he needs he he wants that. He should have it. And I'm glad they didn't take it from that other guy because he didn't deserve to have his dick be involved. I feel like he's got a tiny dick. Sorry. I so, did, I could have been funny like to have a gag about the hands it. being different sizes, but that's fine. Okay. What are you gonna do? Here we go, Sydney. Do you have any other gay thoughts? <laughs> oh, I have so many thoughts. Yay! Yay! Okay. We did it. It's our new thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> next is where would Matthew Lillard fit into this movie? He would be boring as the dad, but he could do the dad. I think you could have a good cameo for him as one of the neighbors, like during the chasing. How those two neighbors oh, are yeah. sitting across, watching, being like, "What's going on over there?" Oh, that's the daughter. She's so weird. Not Taffy. Taffy's perfect. The other one, like. That could have been a good cameo spot, but it's also, it doesn't have like pizzazz necessarily. 90s him is the perfect creature. Like 90s mm. him would slay so hard. Like, sorry, move over Cole Sprouse. Like 90s Maddie Lily. Oh my God. He'd also be a good Michael Trent too. He would be a good Michael Trent. Yeah. He could bring, yeah, I'm getting the, 
getting like from, he's uh, definitely like an editor who reads poetry you know like yeah i could see that i love them in both of those just put him in the party scene he's like walking in the background <laughs> scream two like, style scream two. Two. yeah <laughs> perfect <laughs> those are some good placements i like those uh, what about the dumb bitch? Who is the dumb bitch of this movie? Janet, Janet. for being a bitch Janet. and for being so dumb. Mean. And Janet being... for loving precious moments. Janet for Don't being say one that. Of those scary nurses <laughs> that likes to hurt people. Like, oh my god, yeah. Janet for being you don't a psychologist. Get to work at the at at a hospital in the psych ward and then call it the cuckoo nest or whatever she calls it yeah and then like 51 and everyone like she's just like putting everyone into an involuntary psychological hold i'm just like you can't do just because you know that exists doesn't mean that you can make everyone do it like please calm down she sucks dumb bitch i would like to also nominate Lisa's lab partner who groped her and oh yes girl who like dosed Doug, her Doug. with PCP and then went to the cops to tattle on her about yeah, the guy who groped her bitch. like what a narc alone she deserved to kill that boy and he deserved to die because he's doing yeah. sexual assaults mm-hmm. that's what happens so they so you know I that's think, what happens yeah I I'm happy to let at the very least, that boy, the lab partner, and Janet share it. Uh, I do feel like the girl, though she sucks, is like a tier lower. Um, because yeah. she also just wants to fuck Michael Trent. And you and know, Doug he's a popular guy. So who could blame him when every lady here wants him? Doug but, and Janet tied. Yeah. Sucky motherfuckers. Janet really um, brought it on herself. Janet really could have avoided that situation purely. By not, she could have just gone on her trip. Instead could have just gone on her trip, right? And everything would have been okay. I know. Well, that brings us to our knives out of fives. And I'm absolutely terrified to hear what the critics have to say about this film. But maybe I just won't listen. And so I can protect myself. But tell us, Chelsea. Yeah, the numbers kind of are all over a little bit. Um, On IMDb, it has a 6.6 out of 10, which is sort of the middle range because on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 51% from critics, which is rotten. Um, That said, audiences, 82% fresh. So that's pretty good. Oh, that's good. Wait, why aren't any of my reactions working now when I need them most? That's pretty good. They vanished. That's pretty good. It's not working. There we go. Thank God. Wow. Uh, That was an Avatar reference, by the way. Anybody get it? No? All right. Moving on. Yes. (laughs) uh, No awards yet, right? Of course. It's too soon. Yeah. No, no, no. I tried to just check right now. There's not even a section on IMDb for that yet for this movie. Award for I don't think my it favorite did movie of February. How about that? And I don't think it did like um a, any film festival circuits or anything like that. I think it debuted in theaters. Mm, okay. They had That's the premiere director. like the night that we did the scream unseen thing. I think, which is maybe why they did it that night. I don't know. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, who wants to go first on this one? Go. Okay. Uh, 
this movie was a hoot. Uh, I had like a good time and I didn't read the plot synopsis beforehand. Oh. Who ben, is she? Oh my God, she went in blind. Who is she? Only, only because uh, I forgot to do it. And I think Taylor would have been mean to me if you had been sitting there during the movie. Wow. Yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to do so bad. Um, this movie was fun. I'm going to give it a four out of five knives. And uh, the beginning was like really slow. It So like it took me a minute to like get into it. But like once I was there, I was there. Mm. Fair. Fair. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I feel like do you want more time to think is that why we're getting so many hmms I just like don't know like like I don't want to go too high yeah I don't want to go too low like I'm not gonna give it five but I loved it <laughs> so I'm having a hard time sometimes somewhere between 4.5 and 5 you want to go first and then I'll decide <laughs> yeah and then you can narrow it down um I really liked it I did um I was I was a little sleepy on my second viewing so I think I would have really liked to dial it in more but I can see hard this to watch being anything after Madame oh went. my god after Madame yeah. <laughs> our minds were blown um but I think they someone said in one of the interviews that the vibe they were going for was like nostalgic sleepover basically like this is a movie you watch with your friends when you're staying up all night at the sleepover and I think yes. that's exactly right and yes. I can see myself doing that in the future and I think it is just like a I think like it could be it has cult classic potential for sure like we're saying I think yeah. it really could take off even if it's kind of at a slow start to begin with um I did, I mentioned already my two main critiques. Like, I wish the diamond earring had played a role because it stayed in the ear. Um, and it was referenced in the script at another moment. And I wish we had gotten the mutism more clearly in the beginning because, like, a lot of the interviews, they kind of talk about how this movie is about grief. Um, and I think that was a much wider element of the film than the way that the people who worked on it kind of thought of it as and that's I think in part just because some of the other elements are like so eye-catching and like not yeah. sensationalist exactly but they're exciting and they're colorful and they're creative and they're louder and so I think that part of the movie kind of falls by the wayside a little bit like I think maybe the way that most came through in this movie was like, if this is a movie about grief or someone grieving, the idea that death is no longer a permanent thing um, is like part of the romance of that. But I, th I think we kind of like lose the, the grief for her mom to some degree. That seems so like background just for the setup of how we get this family. Um mm. As Have you gone to... through the you're a nightmare terror phase of grief before? Because this is exactly <laughs> it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly yeah. like well, this, this really hits with that. It's not as overt, but it doesn't feel like yeah. it's related when you're doing it <laughs> too. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. I wish that 
maybe well that's the thing too because if we got more of like sad lisa before this like that would have been a much slower start to the movie and what the movie was because mm -hmm. the movie is the focus on them and that journey so like i don't really know how i would slot that in more but i i felt like for it to be a theme that they were talking about so much i wanted it to, to just be a little more um top of mind while watching the movie um but that said I really like it I thought it was really fun I loved the dialogue I loved Happy I loved Happy so much um Lisa was so fun apparently Zelda Williams was the one who came up with the idea for her to have the Chapel Roan big red curly hair I love the hair it's such a character in this movie it's in so its own right the hair is so good I love when she's putting him in the shower and she's like, this station is for beer sluts. This station is for people like us. Like, I, I just think that it was a really fun movie. It was a really fun script. Everybody did a really great job performing it. Um, So I will probably give it like a 4.5. And then, Monica, you can split that diff between um the upper limits and the, the next lower. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to give this one a 4.6. How about that? Just a little bit okay. higher. Um, I really, really had an amazing time with this movie. I think that I I agree with you guys on a lot of the, the flaws that are in it, but I don't even see them as flaws. Like, I feel like the beginning is awkward because she's so that lisa is so awkward you know what i mean so it's kind of like an experiential way of doing the film where it's like oh it's weird i feel weird she feels weird you know what i mean i don't know i think it worked i liked it more on a second watch to again wish that i had been less fully just exhausted body and mind from madame webb when i saw it the second time um but yeah, I just think that this movie has everything that I'm looking for. I love Diablo Cody's writing. It's so fun. It's so for the girls. It felt like perfect. I felt like they wrote it for me, particularly with the dead mom shit. So that's probably another reason why. But like, I, you know, like thinking about it now, I have only been thinking about Cole Sprouse, to be honest with you. But now you brought up the whole grief part of it. Yeah, this is the whole stage of grief, the um absolute terror to society that's it not as always murder but that is there for some people in the grieving process so that makes me like it even more actually now that I'm thinking about it but anyway I'm so finally something feels good and you're just like whatever fuck it like things have felt yeah. bad for so long yeah well also it's it's not just that it's like feeling something because you get really numb in you grieve so hard and then you kind of just feel bad all the time and then when you feel something that like brings you out of it you're like that's it that's the thing and for her it was murder and we love that for her <laughs> cope however you can queen <laughs> But yeah, I, I really love this movie and I cannot wait to have a slumber party sometime over the summer and watch it again. Mm -hmm. be It'll great. be in the girly horror movie lineup from here on out. The girly oh, movie yeah. Horror, horror and the movie. name is perfect. The name is perfect. Lisa Frankenstein. Apparently it's like Lisa Frank and Good Frankenstein. Um, it's so it's got Lisa Frank aesthetic with Frankenstein um, sensibilities. It's perfect. Well, unfortunately, though, that brings us to the end of Obsession Month. I know you've been obsessed, but that's part of the obsession is the pining. 
So now you'll think of it always. And that will be very special for you. Um, but we're continuing on. We didn't stop the podcast after Obsession Month, shockingly. And we're doing actually a request from a very special listener who has done beautiful things for us that we can't tell you about at this time. Mysterious mystery mystery. We can say that he has gotten out of Ryan jail, though. His name is Ryan, and he is the only acceptable Ryan in the world. Right? All Ryans, all Ryans start in Ryan jail, and they have to prove their way out. And by gosh, and he's done it. He has fulfilled lots of requests for us. We will fulfill a request for him. Exactly. We he he's such a great Ryan that he said, "Would you do this?" And we said, "Hmm." And we'll then, do it next. <laughs> And then we decided we'd do it next after Chelsea convinced herself of it. <laughs> but we are doing the absolute classic, a black comedy, Death Becomes Her. Um, and I'm really fucking excited because I've only seen this once and it was like five. No, it was not five years ago. Oh, my God. The pandemic was four years ago. It might have been four years ago. I'm going to have... Anyway, Meryl Streep's in it, and it came out in 1992. I'm being verklempt right now. I've been begging to do this one for a while, so I'm thrilled. I love this movie. You don't have the same sway as Ryan, I guess. (laughs) Clearly! (laughs) You know, know, when Ryan looks at you and he says, would you do Death Becomes or you can't say no to him? You know what I mean? I hope you like this, Ryan. I'm so sorry. I hope you're not creeped out. <laughs> but anyway, I love Meryl Streep. Who doesn't love Meryl Sweep, Streep? Goldie fucking Han. Goldie Could look Han, at her all day. Bruce Willis. I forgot about Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Oh, man. This is going to be so much fun to, to do again. And also, it's my birthday month, so things are going to get crazy. Just get ready. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um... What should our poll question be for this one? Vibrator or hand? Yeah, vibrator or hand. Yeah, I like that. Perfect. It's done. Um, So, you know, we've had a nice time. Why don't you tell us in writing, prove it to us that you really liked it Um, in a five-star review on Apple Con- Podcasts or even on audible (laughs) where we still have one review thank you leo Uh, (laughs) and you could also give us five stars on spotify and you don't even have to say anything you could be like cole sprouse and mom is the word mime something we'll never know about it emojis emojis yeah that works too if you don't want it if you don't have spotify uh, and why not follow us on all of our social media? We're at spooky underscore Tuesday on everything, especially YouTube, which is where you can watch us all dressed up as characters from the movie today. Chelsea if you really slayed it. Hear me putting dummy frogs in my mouth and spitting them back out. You can see it on YouTube. It's very it's beautiful and it should be seen. Sydney Girl, has her hair crimped. She looks stunning. I have my one hair crimped. It looks okay. You can see my cat try to murder me. There's <laughs> so much to see only on YouTube. And then I'll stop plugging it. <laughs> and we're also on Facebook and Tumblr at Spooky Tuesday Pod. And at the end of the day, thank you for listening. See you next Tuesday. Bye, Spookies. Mm. I want to help you. But Taffy says it's a waste of time to try and fix a boy. It's better just accept a guy's flaws.
Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Duff, and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamara Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamara, and our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at the underscore moon underscore omg.